Today is March 8th, Tuesday. Let's get this shit going. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. And what is truth anymore? What is it? I don't know what it is anymore. But that's not going to stop us from rolling. We're going to sift through the bullshit. We're going to get into it. And we're going to find out what the fuck's going on. Hopefully we're going to see see where it leads us to today. We got some clips. We got some news. We got some opinions. We got all the shit. We got everything we are built to bring we got it to bear on this podcast right now. There's a lot of weird shit going on today. Biden banned Russian oil, but that's not going to stop him from seeking it out to get it in other places like Venezuela from Maduro or from Iran with whatever government that is there, whatever you want to call that shit. It is a clusterfuck of, of complete nastiness. It, basically, Venezuela and Iran are worse than Russia, really. What they're doing to their own people, everything like that. These are the worst people to deal with. And they all answer to Russia. So what's stopping Russia from still sending them their oil? And then maybe just making it a third man party cost kind of thing going on. And then charging us still the same Gas prices are approaching all-time records. I saw uh, a tweet come out about an hour ago. Diesel in the United States. A new record high, 486 a gallon for diesel. This is not going to end very well. We're going to try to lay this out kind of um, to the best of my ability. Whatever that that is. It's not very good most of the time, so... It's it's looking pretty shitty, guys. This is not looking very good. This is this is beyond the the war with Russia and Ukraine. This is a a very much controlled narrative. It's a very much controlled sanction game going on right now. This is not about the war, the conflict in Ukraine. This is very much about us shooting sanctions at at Russia. And then them getting blown back in our face and completely fucking us over. The propaganda is so thick. We're not seeing quite as much as the of the weird shit that we were seeing before with the with the with the ghost of Kiev and the Snake Island shit. That's kind of died away the past few days, and now it's just sanction heavy. We are sending Patriot missile batteries to Poland. It doesn't seem like Poland is going to be sending in any F-16s, even though we told them that we would supply them with new ones. Like, send what you got. If they get fucked up, we'll send you some new ones. I I don't know where we're going to send, where we're getting the money from. I know we got F-16s out the ass, supposedly, but who's paying for that? Who's paying for that shit right now? The, the The taxes in the United States, the business, the inflation, who's paying for it? I don't know who the fuck's paying for it. We're just 
printing out funny money and we're just fucking throwing it everywhere. Inflation's gonna go crazy. People are gonna starve. People are gonna start riding in the streets for food coming up very soon. McDonald's, Pepsi Cola, Coca Cola. They're all pulled out of of the of Russia. Granted, Russia's population and their buying capacity is not the craziest, but they do buy some of that shit over there, I'm very sure. And we're going to look for, for places to replace that income from. They're going to want that money back somewhere, and the only way to get that money back is to charge the places they already sell that shit at. They're not going to go with with uh, record loss in in productivity and sales and shit like that. That's not how this shit works at all. They're going to charge somebody this money for this shit, and and we're going to be the ones to bear the brunt of it. These sanctions are not meant to cripple Russia. They're meant to cripple the Western powers, the ones that buy into the Great Reset, and all of that kind of shit. And just because Justin Trudeau goes to Latvia and shoots this inspirational video of him hanging out there doesn't mean that he's going to fix everything. The same guy that just crushed his own people protesting against him justin castro is over there doing a photo op and doing talking and shit and trying to look all cool sweet and sexy with his fucking weird hair his hair looks different in every photo op i don't know when this shit's shot this could be in canada it's like snowing it looks cold it's supposed to be in latvia who knows let's listen to some propaganda for a minute i'm sorry to propagandize people but we got to be aware of the propaganda to be able to fight against the propaganda Let's go, Justin Castro. I'm in Latvia with Minister Anand. We're visiting Canadian troops who've been here for a number of years, uh, protecting NATO's eastern flank and deterring further Russian aggression. We've actually announced uh, that we're going to be renewing this mission for a few more years. And we're here to support the troops who are uh, based here about 250 kilometers from the Russian border. We have about 500 Canadian soldiers here, and this is our largest international mission. And we are here to announce that we're adding more soldiers here and extending our operation. And it is an extremely important operation for NATO and for the stability and security of our democracies. It's, it's not just about defending Latvia or even defending Europe. It's about standing up and defending the values and the democracies that we believe in, uh, the rule of law, the UN. Standing up and defending the democracies we believe in. The same country this guy comes from where you can't protest their COVID restrictions. The same place where if you do that, they could possibly lock you up. And if you funded them, they will take your bank account. These are the people that are standing up for democracy. These people are representing our side right now. And these are the people that say they're fighting for us. I don't want to be part of this team. I don't want to be part of this fucking whatever this team is. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't care if Putin's whatever Putin's fucking doing. These people that are fighting for this side are complete trash. Finish it, Castro. UN Charter, these things matter. And Canada has always been willing to step up and show we're willing to fight for it if necessary, but we'd rather discourage any further aggressions with them. Thank you so much to our Canadian Armed Forces. Oh, damn, they got 500 troops over there. Holy fuck. The war's over, boys. The war is over to steal a line from maybe Trailer Park Boys. I feel like they would say something like that. The war is over, boys. We got the Maple Syrup Gang over there fucking crushing it. 500 of them in Latvia. Holy fuck, that's gonna stop Putin in his tracks. 
Oh, God. I don't know where to go with this. Let's go to Biden real quick. Let's do this small clip here. He was in Fort Worth, Texas today, I think at the F-35 assembly line. These things cost, they cost more money than uh, a normal person will ever see in their life or ever exchange, pass through, make deals, insurance, whatever a normal person does in their daily lives. We will never be able to buy an F-35. If If your goal is like buy a Tesla or to buy a fucking mansion or anything like that, That is nothing compared to buying a fucking F-35. And while Biden's there, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I don't know if it's creepy or not or what the fuck it even means, but it's it's complete nonsense. And this is what he has to say. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball. And the other one looks like he could bomb you. Okay. So, uh, so two of the three of these look like they played ball and then the, other one looked like they had bomb you. I don't know if that's supposed to be like a like a suicide bomber or what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Does it look like he's supposed to fly one of these? I, fly one of these F-35s and he could fire a push a button? I don't know. You're not supposed to make any sense out of this because it's not supposed to make any sense at all. If it was supposed to make any sense, we would be able to figure out what fucking sense it made. But we're not we're not supposed to know that. Because we're given this. We're supposed to work with this crazy motherfucker and the heckling Kamala Harris and all that bullshit and the and the always side-talking Jen Psaki. Eh, oh, God. Elizabeth Warren. We got a clip with Elizabeth Warren. That shit's weird as fuck, too. You're just supposed to be always left in a state of confusion because that's, that's what they really... That's what they <laughs> desire from this. It's all just like a... a different level of warfare it's an asymmetrical warfare which is means that you're not supposed to really be able to fight back against it and it's like a a new level of warfare that's just too much asymmetrical warfare you're just like just sitting there taking taking hits and shit can't fight back against it that's exactly what what's going on right now we we were taking so many hits in in our head spinning we're still fighting with the covid narrative and and all the tyranny that went on with that which i do think that that was world war three right now this isn't world war three this is just some other weird shit that could lead to world war four maybe if if we really push hard enough and that's where we're at right now we're just in a state of confusion. The dummies have been activated. We talked about that last episode. We are just fucking left here just wondering what the fuck is going on. And it's uh, it's pretty tough. It is pretty tough. Uh, we have this clip from, I think this was yesterday. This was Peter Ducey asking uh, Jen Psaki about the, uh, the, the gas thing that's going on. And this was yesterday before Biden announced the the ban on the Russian oil and all that kind of stuff. And he's, he's asking her a pretty straightforward question and they just sidestep into, well, we're working on green energy. We're doing this, we're doing that. There's all these permits out there that we're supposed to be taking advantage of. And well, at the same time, if like these permits, it's 9,000 permits, we use a, a lot of oil in the United States. If these permits were opened up and we were able to drill on them, it would still take a while. They just did this. They just opened these up. Biden shut down our our oil when he came in. There's a misconception that Trump had us energy independent and that we were an overall exporter, which is not really true. We did have the highest levels of output which started under Obama, kind of worked its way up with fracking because that was a new kind of technology. 
it really caught hold during Trump's presidency, and he really kind of pushed that and accelerated it. But overall, we were still uh, importing uh, probably about like 20-something percent of energy to, to fuel the United States, but we would send out some extra of, of stuff that we didn't need at the time just to make some money, which is all fine and dandy and everything. That's that's, that's great. I mean, we, we were turning a profit. We were able to supply ourselves a little bit more than years and from the years past and everything. So there's a little bit of a misconception there, but what Jen Psaki says here is just complete craziness. It is a twisting of reality. It's the same twisting of reality that as soon as Biden came in uh, last year, he created fucking 7 million jobs. When you're coming in with a flatline job rate that the whole country's been shut down and then everybody gets this fucking vaccine that makes them feel safe to go back to work and all that bullshit. And we still got all the mask mandates that were going on last year. So all of a sudden, yeah, I fucking created 7 million jobs. Like it, the everything was shut down before. I mean, we're not going to take that into concern. It's about new jobs that you should count. You shouldn't count that you this the old jobs came back. Who the fuck is counting that shit? It's just... It's lies. It, it is really just lies. They're just lying to people. And people get behind this shit. It's a very slim majority of people. I think some of that's blown out of proportion where they think a lot of people buy into this shit. And you can see it in his approval rating, in Biden's approval rating. There's a very slim majority of people. And I think it grows slimmer every day. And what's going on right now is also shrinking that down. And before the end of this, which we can't go super long... We're about halfway there because I got to keep this around 30 minutes so I can edit it and get this out tonight. But um, you can really see that. You can really see that with the dropping in the percentage of the approval rating and stuff like that, that people are turning off to this crazy fuckhead. But let's jump over to this Peter Ducey and Jen Psaki exchange. From here, Ed, I would say that um, the Privacy Act waiver, which uh, is required for us to be able to speak to any uh, instances, but given you asked me about the particular report, I wanted to speak to that. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. It sounds like you guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post-pandemic supply chain issues? Well, I, I think there's no question that, as we have seen, and outside analysts have conveyed this as well, the increase in the anticipated continued increase, which is, I think, what some of your colleagues were asking about, that that is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine. And also, there was an anticipation of that uh, that was that uh, was uh, was factored in as gas prices have gone up. So you say that you're going to do everything that you can to reduce the impact that high gas prices have on Americans. Uh, we're asking other countries to think about maybe pumping more oil. Why not just do it here? Well, to be very clear, federal policies are not Im uh, limiting the supplies of oil and gas to the con. Let me finish to the con. Let me finish an executive order. His Peter, I halted new oil and let, gas. Let me let me give you let me give you the facts here, and I know that can be inconvenient, but I think they're important in this moment. To the contrary, we have. Uh, she is getting so salty right here, and everything like there's so much uh, back and forth going on right there. Peter Ducey, you can think about him what you want to, but he asks questions. Not a lot of people are doing that right now, so you got to give this guy some credit. But he's he's kind of grilling her, and she. You, can see this in the in the video of course you can't see this because this is an audio podcast but you can see she's getting uncomfortable she's getting a little little twitchy she's starting to do the the hair flicking and shit like that like she's not really comfortable with some of these questions and she she's on like full active duty of just telling bullshit 
for the sake of the podcast, I think that pretty much covers it. We'll play a couple, like another 30 seconds, but that kind of kind of wraps it up. You've probably already seen this clip. Uh, the, we have been clear that in the short term, supply must keep up with the demand. We're, we are, and here and around the world, will we make the shift to a secure, clear, clean energy future? We are one of the largest producers with a strong domestic oil and gas industry. We have actually produced more oil. It is at record numbers, and we will continue to produce more oil. There are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used. So the suggestion that we are not la- allowing companies to drill is inaccurate. The suggestion that okay, that's enough of the propaganda. We got too much other shit to get to, but um, yeah, you can kind of see it's it's just a it's like a info war, <laughs> just still Alex Jones' term. It's just like if you manipulate the data enough it, to get out your point and to drive something home, you can do it. And a lot of dummies will just fall for it and they'll go along with it, and, and it it'll be convenient for them because it's already their narrative they're into. So that's how you can get people like Jen Psaki up there just spitting out really dumb shit, even though that the Biden policy on day one was to shut down everything. And then if we had that many drill drill leases open, why wouldn't they go for that? There's a lot of companies that invested in Russia that are taking a big ass hit from pulling out of there. So why wouldn't they come back home and just start drilling here? I don't know. Maybe there's something I'm missing right here. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm really missing anything right here other than that that we're just getting fed a bunch of bullshit, honestly. That's what it seems like to me. I don't I don't know what exactly I'm missing with that, but it seems like they're just feeding us a bunch of bullshit. They're manipulating data like with the job numbers I spoke about earlier. Uh, about two hours ago, we had a car crash into the Polish embassy in Washington, D.C., there hasn't been too much more news out of that. I can't elaborate on that too much right now. That's something to focus into. It doesn't seem like it was like a like a like a Russian with a bomb or some shit like that going on there. It could have been somebody just fucking really drunk. I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to prove or what that's about, but that's something that's happened. Let's see, we got the Justin Trudeau thing. Uh China upping its power levels at a very rapid rate. There's a clip here. Okay, yes. This is a big one. There's this was something I was kind of listening to in like the I guess last week at some point after Russia like kind of before they started like rolling in like a lot of heavy ground troops. People were saying we had uh, a lot of bioweapon labs and shit like that in Ukraine. I was assuming once that kind of shit started happening, we we're going to start scrubbing that from our data and scrubbing that from databases and shit like that. So I I don't think I really talked about that too much. Y'all probably heard about this, but there's a a Chinese uh, individual fella. It's going to be a female translator in this video. It's not a crazy, it's about a minute long video, but they're talking about all the China weapon labs that the United States has, uh, bio-biological weapon labs. And so they kind of lay it out in the clip. There's not too much need for me to elaborate until we get done with the clip, but this could have been something that Russia was worried about. I, I really don't know. Um, bio, bioweapon labs, a very dangerous thing, of course. Okay. So let's just play the clip and then, uh, We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Recently, the U.S. biological labs in Ukraine have indeed attracted much attention. According to reports, in these facilities, a large quantity of dangerous viruses are stored. 
Russia has found during its military operations that the U.S. uses these facilities to conduct military plans. According to data released by the U.S., it has 26 labs in Ukraine. The U.S. has 336 labs in 30 countries under its control. The U.S. has also conducted many biological military activities in Fort Detrick. What is the true intention of the U.S.? What has it done specifically? The international community has long held doubts. Once again, we urge the U.S. to give a full account of its biomilitary activities at home and abroad, and accept multilateral verification. Okay, so that's、uh, that's from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. I, I don't know the exact level. This person is also on、uh, Twitter as a spokesperson and has like some China symbols and stuff like that, and it's China government. Uh, you can take them as face value as much as that we we take that with the United States and all that shit. So, it it is what it is there. But they, I do trust the foreign media to call out a little bit more of the bullshit that we do here. We never call out our own bullshit, and then we don't ever really call out the bullshit of many other people without a a a twist on it or whatever you want to call that without a propaganda twist to it. So. I think it's very important to to listen to some of this shit and then kind of kind of you know take 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 out the the parts of it that really make the most sense and and what you can you can take with that to put to other pieces of what's going on. They called out Fort Detrick. That was something I kind of followed in the early days or before even COVID. There was like a bunch of weird respiratory cases and they're blaming it on like vapes and shit. And there was like a big push to ban vapes and stuff. Pretty sure I've talked about that in the past with with COVID and stuff like that. So that's that's something we really gotta gotta focus on is we do have these bio bioweapons labs and the fact that the fact that they called attention to the ones in Ukraine that Russia took out supposedly it seems pretty interesting. It could be a bunch of bullshit. Don't get me wrong there. That that's something I don't trust our government and I sure as fuck don't trust China. But at some point. We got to start drawing drawing lines and figuring out what intersects and and what doesn't, and then we can draw a little bit of a conclusion from from everything that's going on here. I think the biggest thing, and kind of starting to try to wrap this thing up a little bit of of the shit that I played today, is is that we are going to start paying very high fuel cost. That is a very obvious one. Food is going to go up. Everything is going to go up. Nothing is gonna go down. Even if we strike these deals with Venezuela and Iran and all that bullshit, we are gonna start paying out of the nose for everything. And I don't think a lot of people are in the position that are prepared for something like that. I don't even think I am, and I follow this stuff pretty closely, as closely and as healthily as a person could. Without driving themselves fucking off the wall crazy and and driving themselves into a telephone pole kind of level. Of course, there is a level where you can go too far with this stuff. You can drive yourself absolutely bonkers with it. Best thing to do with it is just follow it as closely as you can, as closely as you can tolerate. That's the most important thing. And after that, the the rest of it is just kind of window dressing, and then you're gonna start making yourself depressed and and. Things like that. You don't want to go too crazy with it. But what I can guarantee from this thing with Ukraine 
I, I don't think the nuclear war thing is going to happen. That seems like a, a pipe dream of some people and some of the people that just want to get people emotional and pe- getting people riled up and starting to worry about stuff and getting them to just panic. If if nuclear war happens, the chances that you preparing some rice and beans and, and buckshot in your house, the chances that that are going to carry your family through, that's that's slim to none. That's not going to survive you anything through nuclear war. Unless you got hazmat suits and you got shit like that. Like that's not, you're not going to live through nuclear war nine times out of ten. It's going gonna, it's gonna to contaminate everything. Unless you got enough food to lock yourself up for months and water and, and air supply and stuff like that. You're not going to make it. But what is more likely is that there's there's really high food prices. There's high fuel cost. There's people getting laid off. There's like a Mad Max kind of scenario or some shit like that, which sounds kind of crazy. Don't get me wrong. That sounds pretty fucking crazy too, but I think that's more likely to happen than than some of the other bullshit that's going on and some of the other bullshit that's getting pushed out there. Usually the, the somewhere in the middle is where the most likely shit to happen is going to be, and that's what we got to prepare for. I think that's all I got. Let me cycle through some of these... Some of these... uh clips that I prepared make sure I'm not missing anything I'm sure you all know a lot of this shit too oh the Taiwan thing is is another my last little bit on this I don't know when this is gonna go off if this goes off this will change everything pretty dramatically if if we go to war with China that's a, a worst case scenario yes yeah, I think that's the last thing I got there was a Nimitz class aircraft carrier and it was the USS Nimitz they got deployed from San Diego today. I, I never I never saw an exact location of where it was heading to. Just a heads up. We have already strategically placed a couple things in the Pacific. One one other thing to call out. I saw I don't have it in my notes, but I remember seeing it. South Korea is not going to back any sanctions on Russia. I don't know why exactly that's going on. I don't know if China flipped them or something like that, but it could be that South Korea is is getting kind of wind of what's of changes that are happening. The United States is weak as fuck. I'm not a person that pushes war or wants anything like that, but if I was some of our allies, I wouldn't trust us a whole bunch. And and I think some people are starting to catch wind of that that we're basically a, turned into a paper tiger at the moment, especially with the leadership. I don't think our military is a paper tiger for the most part. I know people in our military and people have, that have been in our military. From from that perspective, I think we're fine with boots on the ground. But the leadership is very much lacking, especially at the tippy top, of course, with, with, with Sleepy Joe. And, and that's very concerning. I don't think Donald Trump was any better. I think we've been lacking in this. And then we've been cronies and other stuff like that for the longest time. But I think at some point in the in the Pentagon and things like that, we've had relatively strong leadership up there. But Mark Milley, <laughs> the motherfucker probably wears high heels and paints his, his nails. And uh, God knows what that fucking weirdo does. But I'm going to start rambling after this. So let's go ahead and cut it off right here. Um... Just always stay prepared, stay frosty, watch the news. I'll be back as soon as I can. Uh, Peace.